Hi, Kyle. Do you want to introduce this one? Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Aftershock. After, yeah, fuck me. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Afterthought section. Well, that fucked me up with your hosts. Luke Colson. And Kyle Wise. You're getting really good at that. I'm keeping the blah, 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 blah bit in. It's funny. Good. Um, this is the afterthought section for uh, Beth's episode, and um, trigger warning with that one. Um, very harrowing, heartbreaking episode, wouldn't you say, Kyle? Yeah, I actually was sitting at my desk listening to it, and it like halfway through, I just had, I had to get up, like I had to pause it, and get up, and go outside. Yeah, I am. Um, so two things, right? So there's firstly the father's pain and suffering through all of that. Yeah. And then, you know, there was the bit that resonated with me about how when his kids started noticing, but when his son started noticing there was something wrong with him or saying he's always tired and he was no longer able to hide his addiction. So that's the first thing. But of course, yeah. then the second thing is, um, is just the whole telling the son that his father had committed suicide. And yeah. that whole that whole thing that played out when she picked him up, when she picked Preston up from school and he knew something was wrong. I mean it's uh it just it was it's just very heavy. Yeah. I mean she she's a great mom and she's always you can tell that she's always putting her son's best interest, you know. And yeah. um I related to that guy though, because it's like you know, you're so trapped in your addiction and I mean, I don't know him, but you know, I know people like that and I myself have been like that. Yeah. Where you just, you just want it to end and yeah. you just, you don't see any way up. And then there's a know. lot, there's a lot of, I mean, you, yours was through, um, pet, uh, injury followed by painkillers, right? Which then, escalated and i guess his yeah. was it seemed there was some history there but also you know he was a he was of service to the to, to he was serving in afghanistan and god only knows what that what sort of toll that takes on you from a physical and emotional level and then yeah. you know a history of you know whatever whatever trauma you're housing along the way um and that kind of like veteran or that kind of like service me member who served in the army coming back after that sort of thing, it must, it must be really, really hard. But then chuck all that together with just good old fashioned fucking opioid addiction, you know? Yeah. And this, this lovely country that we reside in. Um, you know, um, the, I mean, two things that, that come to mind is like one, when I got sober, I don't know if you heard this, but this guy was like, you know, Buy a black suit because you're going to go to a lot of weddings and a lot of funerals. Yeah. <laughs> and I was talking to a guy the other day and like, I've been to five. That's mm. like one, one and a quarter funeral per year. I've been sober. Yeah. Because why well, you're saying, because you're around it and people that are in it and they're, they relapse and they never come back. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yes, it's just Man. it's just heavy. Um, you know, I'm not a father, but like, I can't imagine like what you were thinking because it was like weighing on me. You know, 
Yeah, it just brought stuff back for me and made me realize how lucky I am. Yeah. Because there were some times where it was pretty touch and go. And um, when you're in that and you're you're very, very depressed and you're suicidal and you don't know that there is a way out, you cannot fathom that there's a way out. And even with your kids noticing or your kids in your life it thankfully it kind of took me to realize that you know i didn't want them growing up without a dad for for me to get my shit together but it took a real uh, it took a lot took it just took a lot and so that's desperate you know and it's interesting when we said to her how do you feel about it because she talked so much about how the kid felt about it and it was and she was like well that's that's a tricky one because you know there's anger and resentment towards that and that there just is, you know, for, for when, when people, even people who understand mental health, when a, when a parent has completed suicide and left their child parentless, it's very, very hard. You could imagine. Yeah. And I don't blame her. I mean, she, he hurt her child. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the bit with the fucking guns? Loaded, yeah, loaded guns in the one. loaded guns in the toy box. Without that's, safety, that's where I had to like. Oof. That's where I had to pause it and like get up and go outside. And then, Oof. also, side note, it's like we're getting a cold spell in LA. So like, you always think seasonal depression is bullshit, and mm. then you go outside and it's dropped like fifty degrees, and you're like, why do I feel like I just dropped Molly? Like I'm <laughs> about to throw myself off this roof. <laughs> well, write it out. I'm here for you, Carl. Write it out. Seasonal move to fucking LA for the sun. Where yeah, is it? I tell you that any anyone who um, thinks that LA is non-seasonal and has 365 days of sunshine per year is thoroughly mistaken. Did I tell you about my Ralph's? That Ralph's is the supermarket at the end of the street, and there was a British family like in aisle 22. They'd obviously come here in December thinking it was going to be you know 30 degrees Celsius, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, and they were all in like shorts and like swimwear and this bloke was just yelling down the phone he's, he's going I don't know mum we haven't fucking packed any fucking jackets have we but it's fucking freezing and it's raining and we're in the fucking supermarket buying some fucking food because there's nothing else to do <laughs> <laughs> I was like ah, oh, he didn't read the memo that is shit in December here yeah <laughs> but then but then we could be like I don't know and like Chicago or Michigan, where it's like, yes, yeah. yeah, freezing. When I went to Chicago, they told me it was it was minus twenty, and beautiful blue sky. My thighs froze actually because I forgot to cover, like put seventeen layers everywhere else apart from my thighs. And the taxi driver told me that it was too cold to snow at that temperature. Yeah, but like, what? When you're thinking like of the settlers and people are being like. You know, someone during the winter was like, we should settle here. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be a hub. It's extraordinary. But it is. It is a hub. I know. People go there. (laughs) Isn't that extraordinary? They played a a USA men's team international football match in somewhere in Minnesota in 
January because it was the easiest for all the team members to get there and they had to allow them additional substitutions because at one point it was minus 15 degrees on the football pitch and they were wearing shorts and a t-shirt and three of them had like hypothermia who's organizing that soccer match (laughs) who's doing that anyway so listen kudos to um to Beth for coming on and sharing that extraordinary gut-wrenching heartbreaking tale with us you know she's still going strong along with her son and they're doing okay yeah. and you know it it just ugh, just everything about that story was just it was it was a it was like a, a book you couldn't put down wasn't it yeah i mean the the this the father's drug addiction it was definitely in the knife, but the suicide was definitely twisting the knife. You know, Oof. you're like, yeah, I know. It's like, come on now, yeah. But you know, the the bottom line of it all is, is that the hope and the courage and the strength is what we want our listeners to be taking away from our episodes and our podcast. And there's help out there. And um, you know, sh- listen to other stories, listen to other episodes, share the love, um, and uh, come back for some more because Kyle and I are always here, chit chatting away. Uh, it's tri- triumph over trauma is Kyle's award-winning line, which I love. Um, and that's what this podcast is all about. So look forward to seeing you next week. See you, Kyle. Love you, man. Oh, I love you too, man. <laughs>